Hey, everybody. It's Art with the Nintendo Knights podcast. I'm joined here once again with my co-host, Joe. Hey, guys. Today is a very special episode because it is the Nintendo Switch's birthday. The Nintendo Switch is three as of March the 3rd. Happy birthday, Switch. All right. So this episode is just going to be basically based around the Switch. We're going to talk a little bit about the console, some of its games, uh, some things we like about it, fond memories, things like that. Uh, So let's get going. First off, how are you doing today, Joe? I'm good, man. Uh, Just got done playing some Breath of the Wild. All right. So uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about real quick is um, the Switch sales numbers. Now, I don't know how up-to-date these numbers are. I did pull them straight off Nintendo's website, but I don't know when the last time they, like, updated or how often they release sales numbers are. But um, right now the Switch is sitting at 52.48 million, according to the Nintendo website console sold is uh just an incredibly impressive number i mean that's all i'm so thrilled of the success that this this console is having oh yeah for sure so uh just for some perspective that puts it at the third best-selling home console by nintendo um the wii is beating it with 101 million sales the nes with 61.9 million sales uh, so it's likely that it'll pass the NES this year and make it to the second best-selling uh, Nintendo console, home console of all time. It just recently passed the Super Nintendo, which had 49.1 million sales. It's now uh, well above the Nintendo 64, which was at 32.9 million. It's more than doubled the GameCube, and it's at this point like five times the Wii U. Yeah. Um Hell of a bounce back <laughs> from that console. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, if you have any doubt, look at Nintendo's stock for like the past five years. You know what? Just for the heck of it, let me pull that up real quick. All right, I am going to pull up a five year return. And let's see, five years ago, their stock was $14.25. Five years ago would have been like peak Wii U time. And right now it's $43.79. So from 14 to 43. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, so they've they've definitely had a huge bounce back. Um, And it's great to see, of course, being huge Nintendo fans. We're happy that they're having a ton of success. Not only that, the Switch might be my favorite console of all time. It's just amazing to be able to play all these games on the go or on your TV. It's a great concept, and I love it. Yeah, it really is fantastic. So now I wanted to talk about game sales for the Switch, and we'd talk a little bit about these games. I don't know if you've looked at my notes yet, but if you haven't, guess what the best-selling Switch game of all time is. I already know, and it's 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 a doozy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a shocker. It's actually Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, it makes sense. That game deserves it. It's a great game. Um, but this is insane. It sold 22.9 million copies, which means 43% of Switch owners own this game. That's, like, an incredible percentage. The best-selling PlayStation game is probably nowhere close to that. I bet it's at, like, 5%. Um, it... Almost doubled the number of Wii U's sold, <laughs> yeah. which is just hilarious. Um, I just pulled it up, too. And funny enough, uh, 
more than 8 million copies were sold for the Wii U. Over yeah, 50% of Wii U owners had Mario Kart 8. That's actually insane. And so really Mario Kart 8 has sold about 30 million copies counting that, which incredible. is incredible. Yeah, an incredible number for I know a game. You have both, <laughs> you yeah. know. Oh yeah, definitely. And I I assume that a lot of people do cuz of course the if you had a Wii U, you, you had Mario Kart 8 and you probably have a Switch now. Right. I'm sure a huge percentage of those 8 million who bought it on the Wii U bought it on Switch because, let's face it, if they supported the Wii U, they're probably Nintendo fanboys like me. <laughs> yep. Um, and, it, I mean, it is ni- a nice upgrade. Oh, yeah. It was totally worth it, even if you already owned the game. Um, just to be able to play it on the go, uh, they fixed battle mode, which was a big deal because battle mode really sucked in the original. Yeah. And then you got all the DLC along with it. Like, I was happy to pay the full price again to get it on the Switch. I forgot how many tracks they added. What is there, like 16 DLC tracks? Yeah, I believe there's 16. There's four new cups, uh, over two DLCs. So yeah, 16 tracks, two characters, I think only two characters. Um, And then a cart for each of them, cart glider and and wheels for each of them as well. And they added Link, which I love so much i want more zelda characters in the next one right and that animal crossing map i loved so much that the season changed on it it was also a huge tease on the wii u because they kept releasing all this hd animal crossing stuff Mm -hmm. so we're like all right animal crossing is coming soon and then of course as we know it was not but it was like our first real taste of hd animal crossing and it looked great yeah well now it was worth the wait just based on what I've been seeing for New Horizons. So. <laughs> oh, I know. So, of course, as no surprise to anybody, the second best-selling Switch game would be Smash Ultimate. It's now the best fighting, best-selling fighting game ever, which is insane. Yeah. Um, because I'm fairly certain Street Fighter Two has held that title since, like, the 90s. So, it, it's finally breaking that record. I mean, what what to say about this game? It's a great game. When they said everyone is here, literally everybody's here. There's so many characters. Yeah, they marketed this game so well. Yep. Eight-player Smash. uh, Get some local friends together and get eight people on the screen, and it's just insane. Always a good time. Always hectic. Um, I was recently playing, actually. I just recently bought a house and had a housewarming party, and that's the first thing we did was busted out Smash, got eight people on there. And it just gets so hectic, like, it's hard to win, but it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, I stand by that the, the GameCube controller is, is still the best way to play Smash Bros., but I will give it to the Joy-Con. I do not mind playing with a Joy-Con. Yeah. It's actually a pretty solid, very simple controller to use. I will say uh, the Joy-Con for me, I know some people have complaints about the size and everything. For me, as a well-designed controller, uh, it fits my hand pretty well. I know there's been some problems with the Joy-Con drift and the mm-hmm. uh, joystick. I haven't had that yet, so I'm I'm thankful. But I, from what I understand, there's still not really a solution in place from Nintendo. So that's one downside we have about the Switch. They will fix yours for free, but it doesn't. It seems like the new Joy-Cons are still having problems. Yeah. All right, so uh, the third best-selling, Mario Odyssey. Um, awesome game. Uh, not sure it's the best 3D Mario there is, but that's a really hard 
you know, title yeah. to live up to. There's so many great ones. Like I couldn't even tell you which one's the best. You, you ask people and everybody will give you a different answer. Absolutely. Um, and and they're all justified, you know? Yep. The, the nostalgic types will give you the Mario 64. I know a lot of people say the Mario galaxy games are the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's the best, but I'm super nostalgic about sunshine. I'll defend that game to the end. Yeah. So this one's a lot of fun. It looks great again in HD. Every, the worlds are all super well-designed. Uh, new donk City's awesome. Taking Mario to basically New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and the graphics are super charming as well. Oh yeah. It's just another, it's classic Nintendo in 40 years. This game will still look good because of the way they've designed it. Yeah. And, and just what the graphics currently look like. All right. So number four is Zelda Breath of the Wild. And of course, Zelda Breath of the Wild also released three years ago. And it's its birthday as well. Uh, that's at 16.34 million sales, which is still a ridiculous number, by the way. Like, yeah, no other manufacturer does this. Yeah, it's really incredible. Um, and I'm a little salty that Mario <laughs> came out what a year later and and has had more sales but just dude selling over 16 million copies is insane oh yeah um as a reference the best-selling ps4 game of all time according to wikipedia is uncharted 4 and that's at 16 million as well um and there's what like a hundred million ps4s yeah, that's what sold. I was just about to check. Yep, 108 million PS4 sold. So, like, the percentage is so low. Yeah. You're at a basically 10%, not quite, but, you know, close enough for, for government work. Whereas we've got, we're seeing 40%, 40% plus adoption rates for games on the Switch. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have all five, all the top five best-selling games on the Switch are all better selling than the best PlayStation 4 game. <laughs> It's pretty yep. insane, even and if it's just by a couple hundred thousand. They're all Nintendo games, too. Oh, of course, 100%. Yeah. Um, so number five, well, let's talk a little bit about Breath of the Wild. I know we've discussed it before, but obviously great game. Um, I'm actually surprised it's number four on the list and not Me higher. Me too, because um, as a launch title, I'm sure it's sold as many copies as Switches were selling, you know? Yeah, I remember... Uh, we'll talk a little bit about launch since we might as well. It's the switch episode. I did not actually get the switch on launch. I was a little strapped for money and decided to go against pre-ordering it. Then I regretted that because once I got financially stable again or whatever, I was like, okay, I have to have a switch. And I actually ended up paying extra for it from a scalper because you couldn't get them anywhere. Yeah. so I had to order it, but because you couldn't get it anywhere, there was this crazy thing going on where for the first couple of months, Breath of the Wild Switch was outselling the actual Switch console. <laughs> I remember yeah. it was like Nintendo sold more copies of Breath of the Wild than it has Switches. So it was just crazy Like because people, what they were doing, people were buying the digital version as well as the collector's edition. People were buying it just anticipating that, hey, I'm going to get a Switch eventually. So yeah. yeah, like I launched everybody also, you know, launch titles, there weren't that many. So everybody was getting this game. 
and they they pushed this game so hard as they should have and as they deserve it to do because of how fantastic of a game it is but i mean <laughs> there's just no scenario where i see someone picking up a switch at launch without getting this game oh 100% and Heck, today, three years later, when you buy a Switch, you should be getting this game. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not giving this game a try. Absolutely. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I am not even that big of a Zelda fan. I know being a huge Nintendo fan, that's weird. But like, like I always like Zeldas, but I don't really like playing them. I'm I'm more of a, I'll watch Zelda, whatever. I put like 150 hours into this game. You know, it's you don't have to be a Zelda fan to enjoy this game. Um, it breaks away from the formula enough. I know some hardcore Zelda fans don't like that about it, but you you can't find a single one of them that will tell you they don't like this game. Yeah, it's incredibly captivating. Impossible to put down. It looks beautiful. It's incredibly fun. Oh, it's so fun. Do yourself a favor. Pick up this game. Yep. And so this one, it's only about uh, 200,000 off of Mario for for the number three spot, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And then below that, and this is why I had the disclaimer earlier that I'm not sure how up-to-date these numbers are because I thought I read that this game actually sold 20 million, but number five as of the last time Nintendo updated their website is Pokemon Sword and Shield at 16 million. Which is... 16.06 massive i mean that's insane and it's totally understandable i get it I yeah absolutely it's insane understand. because this game just came out in november so mm-hmm. like it's the fastest selling um nintendo switch game so far yeah um but people have been intent anticipating a good console pokemon game since the gamecube i mean we've never really gotten one yeah, I'd really even go farther and say that, like, since the uh, N64 and the Pokemon Stadium games, mm-hmm. those were better, in my opinion, than the GameCube ones. So, people have been waiting a long time. And long I know overdue, yeah. I know there was a lot of controversy, um, you know, around the game. There were some things that people were mad about, but me having played it, coming back to... Pokemon after not playing since generation three, I really enjoyed this game. So my last Pokemon game before I stopped playing them was Ruby. And I I already mentioned, I'm not much of a handheld gamer, so I didn't play another one until sword and shield. And I thought this was a great way to get back in and yeah, it had flaws. I'm not going to say it's a perfect game, but it it was plenty of fun and definitely worth a buy. But are, are you at all upset? at the speed of the first DLC? Like, do you feel like they just withheld content? No. I I see some people saying that too, but I may be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this is almost the exact release schedule they used for the Breath of the Wild DLC. Six months later, and then a year later. Mm -hmm. So I... No, I don't see the fuss so much because uh, I believe the it's coming in June. So really, you're talking seven months after the game. There's the first DLC. Yeah, like, I feel like that's a healthy break to say, "Hey, they're they're obviously working on this still." And yeah. also, like I said, I didn't play the most recent Pokemon game, but I don't feel content wise that this 
has any less content than any other Pokemon game I've played. It surely has more content than Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And I know those yeah. were remakes, but people aren't nearly as mad as about that. So for yeah, the most part, no, I'm not concerned. As as far as like RPGs go and say what you want, like Pokemon is pretty much like a, a turn-based RPG. Um, they're, they're short games. Yeah. You know, they, they've always been relatively quick to beat. And here's the other thing. Pokemon fans for the, since the beginning of time have been literally buying a third game since there was no DLC. Like you have red and blue come out and then they release yellow, which is basically just DLC for red and blue, except you have to mm-hmm. buy the whole other game. And they've done that for literally every generation since until now. So like, you want to buy another $60 game or pay and you don't even have to get the DLC if you want. But, uh, yeah, one thing I'll always stand behind Nintendo for, well, unless they change it, is I think they are usually very fair with their DLC. Yeah. The pricing is fair. It feels like they're giving you extra content that like didn't belong in the game. Like, like this is going to be a whole different map. Like, so no, when I played the game, I never thought, oh, feels like they're holding content away from me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they do. They they are very fair with their DLC. I agree with that. Um. But they never drop prices in their games, like ever. Oh. Breath of the Wild still sixty bucks. No, It'll probably be sixty bucks until. They are very much like the Disney of video games. There's, like, like there's this whole thing with Disney where they say people say they only raise their prices to get into the amusement park because they want less people to come because they're overcrowded. So they want to make it so people can't afford it. It's not that they need to raise prices; they're making enough money. Nintendo's kind of the same way. They're releasing a premium product. They want you to think of it as a premium product and they want you to realize. So if they were selling, you know, if they said Breath of the Wild is now $20, they're basically saying they don't think it's worth $60 anymore, where 100% they think this is a premium game that's worth $60. And as much as I sometimes hate that, I don't disagree with them. Yeah, it it honestly makes me so excited for the sequel, dude. Three years later, like, it's just going to be so much I'm even afraid to say better. Like, how can it get better? Oh, no, I know. I'm so excited. Um, you know, I was reading a little bit about Breath of the Wild. I think we're we're about to delve into some more Breath of the Wild, <laughs> which, hey, it's okay. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Xenoblade fan. Yeah. And uh, they got the Xenoblade staff to come help design the map for Breath of the Wild. And when I read that, I might have even read it before, but I just recently read it again and it just clicked with me. I was like, that makes so much sense because they're known for like how they're big, beautiful worlds that they build in mm-hmm. their games. And they did a great job with, with Breath of the Wild as well. Um, yeah, because uh, when DLC 2 came out, they they were starting like the marketing campaign for the new Xenoblade game and you could get the armor in Breath right. of the Wild. Yep. Yeah, so that was like the little cross-promotion they did. Um, even though I think that's a first-party studio now, it's Monolith Soft that makes it, but I'm pretty sure Nintendo bought them. I, I think Nintendo owns them. They're not like a second party. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even still. So that was just a cool little crossover and just really clicked with me. Like, yeah, they did a great job building that world in Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, the attention to detail is just incredible. All right, so let's get a little negative for a second. If you had to choose one thing that you would change about the Switch or one thing you dislike about the Switch, what would you what would you choose? 
I don't I don't know if this is really a dislike or even a critique, but one concern I have is its capabilities. Um, you know, it's not quite as powerful as the PS4 or Xbox One, and those days are gone. Like, they're already moving on to the next console. Um, and, you know, there's really been no plans for a new... And I don't... I want the Switch, like... You know, I, I like the Switch, and I want it to stay for a long time, but um, I'm a little concerned about how well its capabilities will stand to the test of time in, say, five years, and I'm sure they'll there will be a Switch 2.0. That's my guess for, you know, like what their next-gen quote-unquote console will be, will just be an upgraded version of the Switch. Um, but, and it, don't get me wrong, it's still incredible, incredibly impressive that a game like the witcher can even run on a switch but i think that's my main concern is is just um how long it can be viable with like this it the processing power that it has when everything else is going to level one million you know the new xbox is basically just a computer at this point um so you know they're just really taking things to the next level yeah, definitely. I actually have quite a few conversations about this subject with some of my other friends. Um, my theory, what I think is going to happen with the Switch, um, because I don't see Nintendo moving to a new console anytime soon, I think they're going to treat it a lot like the DS, where you're going to see multiple yeah. iterations. Like you had the DS, then you had the DS Lite, then you had the DSi, then you had the 3DS and the 2DS, 3DS XL. I'm pretty sure we're going to see basically that when when it's all said and done, there's going to be like 10 different switch models. Um, the only thing I'm hoping is for their next one, because I'm not sure I ever see Nintendo going 4k blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it still needs to be a lot more powerful. Like even if it's just 1080p HD, as long as it's got enough Ram and enough computing power mm -hmm. to run these new games in 1080p, like developers will keep making them but there's going to be a point where it doesn't have the computing power to run these games. And that's when there's going to be an issue because like I said, the, the Nintendo switch has now outsold the Xbox one. Like developers want to make games for this. Absolutely. They, they know it's a money making machine. So like, but Nintendo has got to be cognizant of the fact that eventually it's going to be too much work to dumb down games to work for the switch. Well, let me ask you this. Um, well, you know what? I take it back because I think that'd just be too complicated. But maybe not. Do you think that there will ever be a console-only switch where you can't take it into handheld mode, kind of like there's the handheld only that could play a lot more powerful games? Because they could. Obviously, that's one of the biggest crutches is the ability to play every game in handheld on the go. Yeah, I don't see them taking that route for the switch. Um, but I, I think there will be a more, more, uh, powerful one, but I think it's still going to have the handhold held yeah, ability. That, I don't, I don't see them. I really don't think Nintendo's ever going to get to try to get back into the traditional console market. They swung and they hit gold with the switch. And I think this hybrid market that's working for them, I think they're going to try to stick with at least for as long as it's a thing. Um, you know, they've never tried. Well, 
since the nineties to compete head for head to head with Sony or right. Microsoft. And I don't think they're going to start anytime soon. And you know, um, yes, like people want to develop games for the switch, but guess what makes money for the switch? Nintendo games. We just set our top five and out of those, it's like 80 million games. Oh yeah. 100%. All Nintendo. So, you know, they're making games for the switch that are made for the switch and they're doing incredibly well with it. Yeah, I mean, that's always been the number one pusher of uh, Nintendo consoles. It's Nintendo makes awesome games. Yeah. Sony and Microsoft can't figure out how to do it. They can't make exclusives that good. You know, they have a few every now and again. You can pick a handful off either console. That's a great exclusive. Yeah, imagine your best exclusive ever being a first-person shooter. Like, I'm sorry, but Halo's just, that's just so unimpressive. Right. <laughs> that's what Microsoft brings to the table as a first person shooter. Right. Where every time Nintendo releases a game, basically, it becomes an instant classic, multi million sale success. Even their underperforming games overperform like every other game ever. You know? Like, yeah. When you consider, you know, five million sales or whatever is low for a Nintendo game, that's still pretty high for basically any other studio. Yeah, it's it's their numbers are insanely impressive. Yeah. Uh, so if I had to choose something I dislike or my least favorite feature, it would be the online. And I want to go ahead and clarify, it's not paying for online like a lot of people. I think just the NES games and Super Nintendo games they offer are worth the, the subscription. The subscription is yeah. cheap. Yeah. It's super cheap. That's that's incredible. But it's go like on. Twenty dollars a year or whatever. I think I yeah. pay like thirty-five for the family plan. It's a hundred percent worth it just for those games. My issue is that I hop online and I see you're playing Animal Crossing and I'm playing Animal Crossing. I can't shoot you an invite. Like I you have know. to text you or call you or get your friend code. Like and then I can't just send you a little, a little quick message. Like, how do they not have these features? Yeah. Um, pretty sure PS2 Online was more advanced. Yep. I read something about how Animal Crossing just can't figure out voice chat. And it took me back to the Wii. Do you remember voice chat on the Animal Crossing for the Wii? Yeah, you had they We Speak, dude. <laughs> yep. They sent they included We Speak, which for you younger folks was a speaker that sat on top of the uh sensor bar on top of your TV, like across the room from you. And it just picked up all the sound from the room and that's how you voice chatted. And now having learned nothing, you have to do it through your smartphone <laughs> rather than just building. And the thing is like Fortnite on the switch has voice chat. You just yeah. plug up your microphone so you can do it, but they just don't like, come on, Nintendo, come on. So that's the one thing I'd like to see upgraded or changed at some point. They need to just overhaul their whole yeah. online infrastructure. Um, it, it is a bit ridiculous. And I know that's both a shared concern that we have about Animal Crossing too, is uh, the, the app, the phone app that you have to use to like communicate. Oh, like, yeah. we, like we've said, we'll probably just call each other. Yeah, let's face it. We're going to hop in a PlayStation party and play yeah. Animal Crossing or we're going to call each other. We're not going to use the app. Yeah. You know, so definitely it'd be, it would be beneficial for everybody if they could figure out how to solve that. Absolutely. And 
it's really not that hard is the thing. Like everybody else has figured out how to solve this. So Nintendo, the geniuses over at Nintendo can definitely do this. Yeah. There's just always some pushback that they don't want to for some reason. I think it's partially trying to stay child friendly or whatever, but I don't know. They just, they just need to add voice chat. Yeah. Messaging online features. So what would you choose on the opposite end of the spectrum? Your favorite thing about the switch? Honestly, I got to say this is basic, but it's the thing that has captivated me from the start. And it goes back to like seeing these breath of the wild ads in like 2015. And, um, maybe it was later than that. They really didn't announce like what the switch was going to (laughs) be for so long. It was the NX and you just knew like, uh, that Zelda was going to come out, but man, when the fe- like the handheld mode is incredible. And my first playthrough of Breath of the Wild, uh, I was almost all handheld mode. Um, and I just it still blows my mind that you can play these games on the go. Like it's so cool, and it's it's. I mean, there's nothing else like it on the market. It's incredible. You know, I actually read this. My favorite. I read an article the other day that blew my mind, um, and you just reminded me of it. It said that eighty percent of Switch owners play the majority of the time in handheld mode. Wow, which blows my mind because I play the majority of the time in TV mode, almost a hundred percent of the time. Like I'll only play (laughs) really go handheld mode if I'm really into the game and I have to run to the bathroom or something. Then I'll just grab it and go handheld. But, like, I prefer it on the TV, but it just goes to show that, like, I'm by no means the majority. Like, a lot of people, they say the majority of the time they're paying their Switch, it's in handheld mode. You know, I bet Marquise, who is uh, our 10-year-old our nephew, I bet he's never put it, plugged it up to a TV. Not yeah. one time. I mean, that's true. So, I'm going to go with a little bit of a weird pick for my favorite thing about the Switch. I'm not even sure if it's my favorite thing, but I think it's worth talking about, so I will. I chose... The Pro Controller is my favorite thing about the Switch. This is my favorite current-gen controller. It fits my hands so well. Like, I think this controller is just designed so well. The buttons all feel great. The the joysticks feel great. And, like, the fit in my hand is just perfect. They they are incredible controllers. I, I, uh, I totally agree that I love that controller, man. It does feel so nice. Yeah, super comfortable. Just a ton of fun to play with. Yeah. All right. So uh, now I want to get a little off topic just for a second because, you know, we, we, we try to stick majority Nintendo, but there has been an interesting thing I've been reading um, that I kind of wanted to get your opinion on and just talk about. So it's pretty much known that the next-gen consoles are going to come out either this year or early next year. Mm -hmm. I've been hearing that if this coronavirus doesn't get resolved, that they may have to push it back just because they can't get enough created. Really? Yeah. How crazy would that be if they had to just delay the launch of the console? Yeah, I mean, that is a nightmare for the developers. I mean, it's one of those things that you just... It's, 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 I mean, impossible to forecast, you know, and they, and they do so much planning and forecasting 
to, to launch something like this. Um, and an epidemic like that just is never in the forecast of like something that could go wrong. So uh, I think it would be detrimental. Oh yeah. Serious, seriously bad for, for Sony and, and uh, Microsoft. Yeah, and I thought it was worth bringing up real quick because um, on top of that, Nintendo's already announced they're having trouble getting enough Switches. So there's already some shortages in Japan, and if things don't get worked out from what I understand in the next month or two, there's going to be shortages in the United States. Wow. Um, and so you may not be able to find a Nintendo Switch on the shelf in a couple months. Yeah. So it's it's just pretty crazy to think about. Um very crazy how much we rely on china for all the manufacturing and really the whole world does absolutely all right so uh continuing with the switch talk what's your favorite game if you had to choose one breath of the wild easy breath of the wild all the way still is um yeah i mean it's no question for me i love that game so much yeah this is really hard for me I don't know that I can easily tell you a favorite game on the Switch. Yeah. I, I want to say Breath of the Wild might be mine as well. But let's put it this way. If we put if we chose just the game I put the most amount of hours into, Xenoblade 2. I love that game. I played it through. Then I played it through New Game Plus just because I liked it so much. But Breath of the Wild is probably a close second, and I had a lot of fun with that. So I really like that game too. Um, but then on top of that, Smash Bros. is very close in there, too. And I, you know, have a ton of fun with Smash Bros. I think Smash would be my number two. But it's a comfortable number two. Like, for me, Breath of the Wild soars above. Yeah. But, um, I don't think Pokemon's even close to my number one. But it's worth saying that, like, I'm only missing two Pokemon in my Pokedex. Like, I'm going to complete the Pokedex in this game. And I've never done that in a Pokemon. Like, there's yeah. just so many fun experiences to have on this console. Actually, you know what my favorite game on the Switch is? Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> you know what's sad is I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I already know it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yep. All right. So uh, I think that's pretty much wraps up what I wanted to talk about about the Switch. There's a few more things I wanted to discuss real quick. Um, Luigi's Mansion multiplayer DLC just came out, I believe, today. Uh, so yesterday, by the time you're hearing this, um, it gave three new costumes for Luigi, only in the multiplayer modes, mind you. Um, so there's Mummy-G. It's Luigi as a mummy. <laughs> there is the Green Knight, I think they called it. Something like that. He's a knight. And then there is Groovy-G. <laughs> and he looks just like Elvis. That's if you great. haven't seen him, you have to look at him. He looks awesome. Um so then you know there's like that multiplayer mode where you go through the tower and just clear out the ghosts. It's kind of like the normal game, but multiplayer. Yeah. They added themed levels to each one of those themed floors that matched the different outfits. So now there's medieval floors uh, to match the knight Luigi, the green knight. There's Egyptian floors that match the Mumiji. And then there's like 50s themed with neon lights and like disco ghosts for Groovigi. I'm um, looking at him right now. He looks incredible. <laughs> yep. And then they added a couple new games um, as well. There's a new dodgeball game that looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. You suck up the dodgeball and then spit it at the other people. Like, we're going to have to get into that and play some of that. 
Um, there's a new raft riding game, which I'm iffy about because I think in the main story, riding on the raft on the water was like my least favorite part. But this one's basically like there's obstacles coming at you. You have to dodge them while you collect the most coins. And then there's a new game mode where you have to compete against your friends to catch the most ghosts while also not getting shocked by electric tiles on the floor. Um, so if you end up getting shocked, you lose points. If you catch ghosts, you get points. And that looks like it could be a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't like how the costumes are only, uh, only online. Like why, why set a limitation like that? There should be like a new game plus where you can choose a costume. Cause I would totally play this game again, just being groo- groovy G. Oh, 100%. I think you're right. Like, and since the model's already in the game, yep. like, why not? It's just that simple. Make it single player. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like a nice collection. What's the price point on that? I think it's free. I mean, I'm that's actually, amazing. Yeah, I'm actually not 100%, but I'm pretty sure it's just a free update. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so it's no reason not to get it. Absolutely. All right, so the last thing I wanted to discuss before we wrap up here is just a few new Animal Crossing features we've spotted at PAX. Um, So the first thing I want to talk about is Kix seems to have some new items. Uh, Some people spotted him selling leggings. Oh. (laughs) Um, Yep, as well as like messenger bags, backpacks. Um, So yeah, he's going to be more than just a shoe salesman, but leggings was the big one i saw that we hadn't seen previously and he's selling them then very cool there was a picture of some new fish that you could get looks like two different types of turtles you can now catch uh so that's pretty cool yeah pet turtle would be nice in my house and then something i think is awesome there's now a feature to toggle the camera when you're outside and you can actually zoom it so far away that it actually looks more like the GameCube camera angle where it's kind of top down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. So if you want to play like nostalgic, you can zoom it out and it kind of looks, it just looks gamecube Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the, the world wrap where it kind of rotates. Um, so I probably will play in that mode. That's awesome that they added that. Yeah, and you still, I mean, like the world wrap's still there. Yeah. But... It's not as pronounced when you like pull the camera all the way right. out. Yeah, that's like the best way I can describe it. Um, but yeah, it, look, it looks more like the GameCube. Then, of course, this makes sense, so I'm not surprised to see it. Now that you're going to have a Nook phone, Nook is also going to sell you Nook phone cases. <laughs> so there's different design cases uh, to really customize how your phone looks when your character has it out. Yep, no surprise there. Uh, that's cool. Whatever, you know, it's kind of yeah. whatever, but more uh, customization is right. Another thing to customize is never a bad thing. Yep. Um, this one's kind of cool. Something they spotted or, or I've spotted in a screenshot welcome mats. So now in the entrance to your doorway, you can throw down a welcome mat. Uh, of course there's area rugs. So it basically works the same thing like that, except it says welcome on it, or there's ones with little designs, but they're only two tiles. Um, there's even a screen where they've got like a, a little kitchen set up. There's a stove and a sink next to each other. And they've got a little comfy mat in front of those. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, the customization in your house is just going to be awesome. 
Yeah, it's it's beautiful. The other thing I saw is you can now create patterns, like in the old games, and apply them to your face. Um, there's transparency now in patterns um, as well. So, like, what I've seen people saying is, like, you could design freckles and apply them to your character. Oh. Or if you have, like, a mole on your face, you could potentially design one and that fits right on your character's face where yours is or... All kinds of other stuff. I that saw. makes sense because I swear I saw someone with a little goatee. You did. I there. That's been confirmed. Only it hasn't been confirmed yet. If there's that I know of anyway. If there's actual facial hair, or if that's what yeah. it was, he just drew the goatee. So it, it may be that that's the case. Um, I know I saw one from some trailer I watched where there was like paw prints and they drew it on their face. And I don't <laughs> know. It looked weird. Paw prints don't really go on your face, but. Again, it's just a little bit of customization. I'm going to draw a teardrop on my eye for every animal I murder. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> what those gra- that grave came from. So then messages... Pull up, in- Mitzi. What's up? <laughs> Mitzi. <laughs> Message in a bottle makes a return. Um, this time you can attach items to it as well. And if you remember, those were only in Wild World. You could buy them from Nook. You basically wrote a message and then dumped it in the ocean. And if you were connected to the internet, chances were or that it could just wash up on any random other Animal Crossing player that was connected to the internet as well. Yeah. Wash up on their beach. Now they can attach random weird items to it too. That's very cool. Yeah, that's always something cool. And then the last thing I've got here is that uh, there's been confirmation Blathers requires 15 donations before he will officially open the museum. Okay. So once you get him 15 items, he will go ahead and open the museum for business. I don't know if it'll be like the full museum we've seen or if then you'll have to uh, kind of upgrade the museum and get it bigger. Yeah. You know, an expansion type thing, would not. I would not mind that. Uh, give me as much to do at the museum as possible. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like a, a little small museum that you then gets bigger and bigger as you donate more stuff that'd be cool mm-hmm. it give you even more reason to keep donating um and it just give you another thing to work for so i'd, I'd yeah. definitely be into something like that i can't believe how good it looks wow that was never in my wildest dreams like oh i know it would be like that oh my gosh and dude here's the thing man we are down to two weeks and two days till this game comes out yeah i'm getting so hype Speaking of, uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. I do want to just say I have pre-ordered the uh, Animal Crossing Switch console. We are going to be doing an unboxing of it on our YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed, go over to the Nintendo Nights YouTube and subscribe. That'll be posted next Friday. That comes out on the 13th. Oh, it's going to be Friday the 13th. But yeah, that comes out. We're going to be posting a video as well as some other content. We're going to be posting some Animal Crossing videos throughout the week. And then, of course, there's going to be gameplay videos after that. So definitely come check us out over on YouTube. Um, Follow us on Twitter if you haven't. And, um, you know, thanks again for watching the the podcast, listening to us, hanging out with us. Uh, Joe, any any last thoughts from you? Uh, Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for hanging in with us. And uh, also, you know, just shout out to the Switch. Happy birthday. Obviously, it has just added some major positivity to our Nintendo-loving lives, and uh, here's to many more years of it, man.
Well said, man. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Catch you later.